Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Now they're coming for your ceiling fans. Hi, everybody. As you know, we've been talking a lot here on The Home Building Hero about a lot of changes that are being proposed and rules that are uh, being developed, uh, a lot of them that are affecting housing. And we've talked about uh, the potential ban on gas stoves, and then they took it to the next level and wanted to ban water heaters and gas generators. And uh, now they're going after ceiling fans. First off, is this true? Are they trying to totally ban ceiling fans? No. So first off, don't get don't get all um, out of uh, out of joint because of that. There is definitely some gaslighting going on in the media here. Um, no, they're not going to ban your ceiling fans, but they want to substantially change the way that they're made, and uh, of course, in doing so, going to dramatically increase the cost of a said ceiling fan. What's annoying with this, uh, besides the fact that you know, ceiling fans are one of the more efficient ways to move the air around your home and increase your home comfort, um, and they've been around for many years and they continue to make innovations within those products, and they've become more energy efficient. Um, you know, anytime you mandate something, um, that, that's usually not a good situation. So this is all stemming from the Department of Energy. And the way this actually started, quite honestly, is this started on uh, January uh, 2021 when President Biden signed an executive order requiring the Department of Energy make major revisions to their current appliance regulation standards. So this started as an executive order pretty much uh, at the beginning of the administration, and now we're just starting to see how they're going to tackle this. So anyway, um, their argument is that um, they want the ceiling fans to be more energy efficient and it would save U.S. households money on energy costs. So they're expecting if you do this, it would save an average household about $39 over the span of the new energy efficient fan. Wow. 39 whole bucks. How long does a ceiling fan last? Like how long do you typically put a ceiling fan in and leave it in your home? It's probably... 20 years, I mean, my parents have one in their house that's been there probably 40 years, still works. So you're saving a whole 39, 40 bucks, probably a buck a year, right? Big deal, okay? Is that really going to make that big of a difference? Now, maybe you multiply over millions of households, and I'm sure that's what they're trying to get at. But here's the, the counterpunch to this. The cost of manufacturers associated with the increased cost in, in, in equipment it's going to be $86.6 million per year. You're going to spend $86 million to make ceiling fans more efficient so you can save about 39 bucks over 70 years in your house. Or not 70, let's say 40. Let's just use 40. It doesn't make a lot of sense. One of the other concerns with this is that it's going to put more and more pressure on smaller manufacturers and they're going to have to bear a lot of the cost to do this, and it's going to put them out of business. 
So your big, big manufacturers, they're going to just, you know, innovate and, and try and make it work. But those smaller ones, the more um, specialized van manufacturers, and there's a lot of them, they're going to be put out of business. This is, again, one of those things that it's probably an unintended consequence, but you're you're basically putting all the pressure to have one or two companies make something like this, and all the smaller ones can't compete and go out of business. So again, you're rewarding these huge businesses, and that's that's a problem, right? That gets rid of competition. Then what happens once those smaller businesses go away? Guess what? The price of everything just shoots up because there's no competition. Or if their plant has an issue, their plant goes on strike or there's a fire or whatever the case, now you can't get ceiling fans. That's the long picture. It's not a good one. But back to these fans, again, besides the fact that you're going to be putting, you know, potentially a third of these manufacturers out of business, I don't think they've considered the small entities at all in this rulemaking process. And that's what the the opposing side's argument is. As far as uh, Department of Energy's response to this, they're like, well, this won't take effect till 2028, and it gives people more energy-efficient options to choose from. That's not true, though. You're actually mandating it. You're not giving people more options. You're taking them away. And uh, they say that it'll save taxpayers $369 million per year while substantially reducing harmful air pollution. Really? That's interesting. Do ceiling fans cause air pollution? I've never heard that before. I don't think that's actually a substantial claim. That is that is ridiculous to say that ceiling fans cause air pollution. <laughs> this is ludicrous. You know, and then they say they give you more options. Again, this is just almost laughable. But again, that's the one side. And then the other side is also saying they're going to ban your ceiling fans, which let's be honest, that's also false because they're not going to come into your home and rip your ceiling fan out of the wall and take it away from you. If you have ceiling fans, they're still going to work. They're still going to function. It's just if you want <laughs> if you want to buy a new one, you're going to be uh, schlepping out a lot more money out of your pocketbook. And uh, they, they're really seeking about a 40% reduction in the cost to operate these fans, which, again, I don't think they're super expensive to operate. It's kind of like one of those laws of diminishing returns, right? You know, when you have to pay a ton of money just to get that next level of efficiency, is it really worth it? It's kind of like furnaces and things like that, for example. You know, it was a lot easier to go from an 85% efficient furnace to a 92% efficient furnace. It's much more difficult to go from a 92% efficient furnace to a 95% and a 95 to a 96%. And so you have to look at these costs. And I think that's where a lot of people are. You have to look at the payback on it and you know, spending these millions of dollars and putting small manufacturers out of business um, to save 39 bucks probably isn't a good move. There's probably a lot of other places and other things that they could be looking at that would make a much larger, more important impact uh, than this. So both sides are uh, kind of shaking the bottle a little bit here and uh, uh, probably over-exaggerating everything a little bit, but at the same time, this still isn't a good thing. 
especially when we're talking about housing affordability. We're talking about people that, you know, whole generation, a lot of millennials that can barely afford to buy a house. More and more of them are renting because they just can't afford anything. This isn't going to help. This isn't going to make things any easier when your fans get that much more expensive. That's just one component of the home. Now they're going to try and, you know, make water heaters and fans. And now the, you know they're going to go after furnaces pretty soon too. And um, it's not good. It's got to stop. We've got to start being more sensible about this. And we really got to start putting that focus on housing first and housing affordability, making sure that we can get people homes. And then, yes, if people have the means to spend a little more money and get a more efficient appliance and they want to do that, by all means, they will do that. And they will gladly do it. And they will gladly pay for it. But you can't make people do things in a free market. It does not Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.